We are in part two. So we did our, our part one with the marriage. Uh, so we can't leave out the word of God, right? We have to go ahead and go into our word. Uh, I know this week, our, and we're on episode again, 139, the Hebrew Congregation of Houston. Our parish was Leviticus 6 through 8, up to the 36th verse. So that's our parish Our new parish is Leviticus 9 through 11, up to the 47th verse. So we know Passover is coming on the 5th. So we're going to uh, go ahead and we're going to talk about uh, Passover. Um, right now, we're going to have the Daniels family do a song, then Brother Daniels a prayer over the Torah, and then uh, Rabbi will go ahead and go on to our word. Work 
promise keeper, light in the darkness, Arya, that is who you are. a miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, Arya, that is who you are. Here, turning lives around, I worship you, I worship you, you are here, mending every heart, I worship you. I worship you. Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. That is who you are. Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. That is who Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise Yah forever. Hallelujah. For he is worthy. Hallelujah. For he is worthy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For he is worthy to be praised. We're about to we're turning it into the hands of um Moray Daniel, and he's going to say to the, prayer. the prayer over the Torah. Thank you, Father. We just want to acknowledge and thank him for bringing us here now as we study his word, that again, we could be fed from his word as mm -hmm. we study our Torah, the instructions that Yah has left us so that we could know how to operate Amen. as we travel this, I guess, this Egypt land and knowing how to do things properly. So, Yah, we come before you. Baruch Atayahuanai Haamel Torah Yamo Israel Baruch Atayahua Adonai Elohenu Melek Halam Ashe Baha Banu Mekol Ha Amin Menafta Lanu Eftorato Baruch Atayahua Adonai Dotena Torah Hallelujah and in English Blessed are you Yahuwah Adonai our power King of the Universe who has sanctified us with his commandments and commanded us to study the Torah. Therefore we beseech you, Yahuwah Adonai, our power, to make pleasant the words of your Torah in our mouths and in the mouths of your people, the house of Israel, so that we, our descendants, and the descendants of your people, the house of Israel, may know your name and study your Torah. Blessed are you, Yahuwah Adonai, our power, which teaches the Torah to your people, Israel. Blessed are you, Yahuwah Adonai, our power, King of the universe, who has chosen us from among all nations and given us your Torah. Blessed are you, Yahuwah Adonai, the giver of the Torah. Amen. Hallelujah. We thank you, Yah, for your Torah. We turn it over to you, Rabbi. Thank you. Amen.
Rabbi, Rabbi, we thank you. We love you. And we're eager to hear the word. Amen. 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 Shalom for part two. Baruch Adraham Raj. Baruch Adraham Raklam I knew you wanted that. I gave that to you. That's a black gift. <laughs> All right. Sir. We, um, y'all. Um, be aware that my 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 system is kind of unstable. It seems like it's unstable, but we're going forward anyway. Can y'all hear me well? All right. Amen. So um, yeah, let's um, let's let's get right into this. Is a Pesach today is High Shemir Pesach. This is day ten. Okay, so today we're supposed to do what? Um, this is kind of like questions and answers, right? Today. Uh, let me see here. Does anybody? Uh... We supposed to be re reviewing or preparing for Pesach. We're pre yeah, today is the day of setting aside the lamb that you're going to have, right? If we had a lamb, if we uh -huh. were still sacrificing, this is day 10. Mm -hmm. So in, in the communities, each community, when when we're dealing with Pesach, and, and excuse me, because I'm talking like, I'm acting like everybody has experienced Pesach, right? But I'm going to try to make it so that for those that have not experienced Pesach or Passover, that you, you'll be able to catch on pretty well. Right, and we but don't you read a rabbi conflicting. So April the 5th through the 13th is eight days, so we can kind of stay on track, because they... Yeah. They're not doing the, the, the Omer, but go ahead. The Omer, they're not counting the Omer, right? Counting the Omer is... We're just going to do the Pesach April 5th to the 13th to try to keep it uh, simple for the ones who don't know. Yeah, because it's... Right. Yeah, and that's what we want to do. We want to keep it as simple as we possibly can. So I'm going to put up... I have up my Israelite calendar. Can you all see that, right? It's, it's clear. Okay, so as you see here, it says this is April 1st, right? But on our calendar, it'd be Nisan 10. So if you read in the book of Exodus chapter 12, okay, uh, it says this is the first month for us, right? So on the first of the month, you know, at the new moon, then 10 days in, you'd have it. So today, April 1st, would be the day that we're preparing for the Passover or the Pesach. But during this time, also, in reading the book of Exodus, it tells us what we're supposed to do, okay? And it says, let me just read it, because it's better to read it for you, because, and then you go ahead and reinforce it by reading it yourself, all right? But I, I just want to read this because it's so important um, that you get it from the Torah or from the book. And then we can discuss it, uh, which is what our forefathers did and what is still done in beta Israel, 
or in the Ethiopian community, what happens is we get together and the, the Kassim read the, the Torah, and then they'll get into some discussion, and they would do it all night long a lot of times, you know. Uh, actually, on Pesach, they will go, many of them will stay and go all night long. And it's done that way in Israel as well, and in, in many communities. But here in chapter 12, and I want you to feel free to ask questions, raise your hand or, or whatever, and, and if you want to uh, interject anything or have a questions, then we can do it because there, there is, a, again, we keep it as simple as we possibly can, but we do want to do this, especially in the diaspora, because this, the Pesach or the Passover, we're not in the country. We're not in Israel. We are actually just like our forefathers were. We're in, we're getting ready. We're preparing to leave Babylon. All right. We are, we are really desiring to leave Babylon. All right. Because we're still in captivity. Believe me, if you don't know you're still in captivity, then you need to go and do some study. Because you find out that your family, you know, your ancestors didn't come from this country, especially if you're African Israel or African American or African descent. Our country is a different place. So we're trying to leave here. So this is we're kind of in the same position as our forefathers were at this time. Okay, if you can receive that. All right. So it says in chapter 12, it says um, at the verse, starting at the second verse, not the well, at the first verse, it says, and the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron in the land of Mitzram. So he's speaking to you now in the United States of America, children of Israel. He's speaking to you now. Okay, he says, Say, this month shall be to you the beginning of months, okay? It shall be the first month of the year to you. Speak to all the congregation of Israel. All of us are supposed to do this. All of us. All of us. I don't care if you're Methodist, Baptist, or Pentecostal, or, or Holiness Church, or, or Hebrew Israelite camp. All of us. All of us ought to do it. If you say Amen. you're a Christian, you're supposed to do this. Amen. All right? If you name the name of Yeshua, Mashiach, Ben David, if you name the name of Jesus, you're supposed to be doing this. Because it says all. And there's one teaching when it comes to this. Okay? It says, on the 10th day of this month, we happen to be hitting on the 10th day of the month. And not, not April, but, you know, Nisan 10 on our calendar. Okay? You should take from them every man a lamb according to the house of their fathers a lamb for a house now here's the thing about this lamb okay so we 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 you know we projected to okay yeshua is the lamb you know and he is he takes away the sins but remember there was a lamb before yeshua and that lamb was there with adam and eve serving the purpose right but the, the thing about this lamb is every it says every household See, we don't have, the, the temple is not standing right now. That's what we have to understand. We're not at the temple. And there are a lot of people say you're not supposed to do the Passover unless you're in the land of Israel. But we have this, this already happened at Mitzrayim or Egypt. So we can do, we, we are to do this. All right. We may not do the lamb. We may not slaughter the lamb. Because, to be fair, we don't know how to do it. 
Because how many of you have gone through the Kashra teaching of how to slaughter, ritually slaughter? So you have to know how to do that. I, I know how to do it. I, I know how to, I know the procedures for going to do it, you know, and trevoring and all that stuff. I know about that. You know, I know about that. I was taught that I had to learn it when I was going through the school. But you'd have to go to Zimbabwe, down to the Limba, Beta Limba, Israel, to properly learn how to slaughter. And, and notice I didn't say go to the Jewish shop. I say go to what? The Beta Limba camp. Because they've been doing it from the time, you know, from, from the beginning. They're still doing it the, the original way. Now, you may not have been told that, but that's that's the fact. They have, and and matter of fact, in the villages, you'll find little boys that have their 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 their, their knife, special knife that's only used for ritual slaughter, and they know how to do it. Little young boy, 10, 12 years old, know how to ritually slaughter. You see, but well, we're here in Babylon or or Mitzrayim. I should I'm gonna say call it Mitzrayim. We're in Mitzrayim, and we don't have a lamb. See, and, and what we'll do is we'll have a meal. Now, you can have chicken or you the, the thing about it. Let me just go down a little bit further. Make it simple for you. This is what we're going to do next week, okay? On Friday, I mean, on Wednesday evening, to make it simple, Wednesday evening at sundown, when it starts to go down, right? It starts going toward the evenings. Going toward the evening, we'll have our Passover meal. Many congregations are selling tickets, $65, $100 a ticket to go into this meal, this, this order, this Seder. But they're gonna, they're all gonna take place, they're supposed to take place on a Rev Passover, which is the 14th day or Wednesday this week coming up. Because I'll be in Ghana. We'll do it in Ghana. <laughs> so so at Evening, you're going to have your Passover meal or your Seder, your order of service, right? This is, and and so if you're going to have chicken, have chicken, right? If you're going to have lamb, have lamb, right? Um, and along with your lamb, what else do you need? Let me let me let me do something here. All right, uh, let me go up. Okay, so you see, <clears throat> what I've done is I'm sharing with you my um, <clears throat> Israelite <clears throat> Haggadah. I'm kind of I'm moving kind of fast because this is the second segment, but <clears throat> this is our Passover Freedom Haggadah, which we have and we use in in the West African Jews of diaspora or in the the Israelite camp. Comes you know, um, this is our official. Sedur or Passover order. And so what we'll have, uh, chapter 12, I'm going to read chapter 12, but this is how, how they suggest you set up your plate. See this plate? Okay. I don't do that. All right. I don't, I don't, you can, if you have the Sedur, if you have the Passover Haggadah, if you desire to follow, you can follow that, and that's fine, and, and you'll be just fine. But if you want to do it the old way, the more simplistic way, which is the way we do it, uh, according to Lisa and I do it, you go down to, to uh, verse 8 in chapter 12, and it says, um, 
They shall eat the meat, which is your lamb or your chicken, okay? Uh, in that night, that's Wednesday night, the 14th, okay, uh, of Nisan. And it says you should roast it with fire uh, and unliving bread. All right, let's think about the unliving bread. What is unliving bread talking about? What does he mean by unliving bread? Does no, anybody know? No, no yeast. It's no leaven. No leaven. What is no what is what is like what? yeast? So it's anything no, that dries. No, no bread. No pasta. No oats. No barley. Mm -hmm. Okay. So any of that, any of those five grains, right? Whether it's the wheat, the, you know, you have the wheat, your barley, or your your svelte. Any of that that has had water has been contact with water becomes Hamas. Okay. If any of the five grains has been in contact with water during the preparation of it, it's Hamas. It's considered Hamas. So when you go to the store and you buy your bread, it's already got yeast in it, right? But if you have the the if you have the grain in the bag that you bought from the store, you bought from the circle super supermarket, and it doesn't say kosher for Passover, it's really not kosher if you go by Jewish law, right? Because it doesn't say it hasn't been prepared according to kosher law, meaning no water has not been in contact with water. They know that there's no water been in contact with that. Uh, flour. We have a raised Go ahead. Yeah, Elsa. Go ahead. Yeah, I had a question about that because we don't tend to buy our flour from like, we buy it from a market, from like a farmer's market. Uh -huh. And so yeah. I was trying to figure out how that would work and did I need to toss all our current flowers? Because... <laughs> okay. I'm glad you asked that. Uh, no, you don't. Okay. okay. We do keep it sealed in, yeah. in, in metal containers to keep yeah. the moisture away and stuff. I gave you the the Jewish version, mm -hmm. right? Okay. And so, and so, whoever's listening, like in, in layman term, because I I'm a beginner too, and I'm I'm learning too. I know I have the the lamb or the chicken, the wine, mm -hmm. the matzo bread. I make my unleavened bread. I I have a tutorial, and I'm gonna um, post it for you all. My egg, my bitter herbs is that pesto Italian dip. I have my vegetable, my lettuce. And so uh, it's recognizing, we want you to have fun with this is what we're trying to say. It's mm -hmm. about family. It's about recognizing the Passover, which is what the commem commemoration of the uh, Hebrews that were liberated from slavery in Egypt, the Passover of the death of the firstborn of the Israelites when we made our Exodus. So that's really what it's about teaching. And so, but a rabbi, he's a rabbi. He's going to tell you, the technical way of doing everything, but we really want you to have fun with this. And if you can go ahead yeah. and continue, Rabbi Avshalom. Yeah, that's why I wanted to ask questions because I'll tell you, you know, I've given you the the the, the way that it's done. Now, the easiest way, I mean, the the biblical way, right? It's just like it says here, again, in chapter twelve, verse eight. This is the way that you should do it if you're a beginner. And it should be done this way all the time. 
because again, we've added religion to it, right? When you look at that plate up there, that cedar plate, I've got, you see a shank bone, you see an egg up there, all that stuff. And you, when I read it here, look what it says. It says, they shall eat the meat in that night, roast with fire and unleavened bread. And we already discussed that, right? It says, and with bitter herbs, they shall eat it. Eat it not of raw nor broiled or boiled at, at all in water, but roast with fire, okay, with its heads and legs. So what is the food that we need? As a coat Easter said, she has her bitter herbs. She has her 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 uh her, her um matzah that she makes herself, right? And I keep some her, on standby in case I mess it up. You can get the matzah crack. You can get the crackers in uh, case you mess it up. Keep that on the standby. But go ahead, Rabbi. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, and see that's the thing. And you know the the good and you have your wine, right? It, it or your bitter or your grape juice. Because some people don't drink wine. They'll drink grape juice, right? Right. That's fine. Right. Grape juice or, or wine. And you can get some kosher at the store. You can get some kosher wine and, and kosher grape juice. It's up to you. And so, um, and then that, what's that? Cherisa is that uh, it's a paste made with fruit and nuts. You can also get that from the store too. A lot, a lot of this, there's a section in each grocery store that is a Jewish sex section. And it's all right there. That one okay. is fairly easy to make. Like, mm -hmm. so that one, I don't think you should be too, I've never needed the standby, but I do <laughs> keep the standby for both. So I was laughing when you said that. <laughs> but the matzah, I don't think my mom's ever tasted my my attempts. So that, that's, yeah. that's how you know. <laughs> <laughs> so in case y'all wonder, according to Lisa and I, what we do, we'll have salt water there. We'll take our, our parsley or whatever, we dip it in that, you know. And, and we'll have some horseradish or something if you want to put a little sting to it, right? When we at different times, but the the uh, again the whole purpose of it is to remember right being delivered out of the world system how our forefathers were delivered delivered out of Egypt, and the meal is very simple, just as it says here in this in the Torah, that's the meal. That's it, and you and you what right. you want to do is involve the whole family. Put your screen because up, you Rabbi. Follow... Put your screen up so people can see you. Okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. So you want to invite, you want to have your, in, your especially the children, right? You want them involved in this, right? So if you if, if you have the Seder, the, if you have the Haggadah, and you follow the Haggadah, you'll see what the children are involved. They have questions that they ask. And, he, and they're, they're, you read through the prayers, and it can be very lengthy. If one person is doing it, it can become very lengthy. But the whole purpose of it is, again, and you have your, and you have your, uh, hold on just a moment. You're supposed to have it with your, you got to, you know, you got to have one of these, all right? If you're, if you're going to be proper, you got to have one of these, your staff. Mm -hmm. Why you got that staff? So you can beat everybody down in their seat when and they're not you acting can, right. And you can blow your shofar, <laughs> you can blow your shofar at the beginning of the dinner too, if you want to blow your shofar. Sing songs, talk yeah. about the, the 10 plagues, have fun with this, make it educational, invite friends and family. I know I'll be having some collard greens. I have my lamb. I, I have all kinds of, of spread out there, but you want to fast all that week from that bread. It's not like we don't need to lose a little weight anyway. I know I need to lose some weight anyway. So fast from, from that uh, 
wheats and breads and pastas. So yeah, and make your make your own bread with that. To in order to make that that the, the the matzah, what do you need? You need actually in the basic form, you need your meal, right? Your flour that you're gonna use, right? And I just buy a, a good flour that's kosher for you know. I, mean, I have to do it this way, right? I have to get it kosher for for Passover. Uh, and so I, I put a little water in it, you know, and, and you cold water, you know, or room temperature water. Put it that way. You got your salt. You put that in there, and you mix up till you make a a dough, right? Mm -hmm. And you flatten it out. It's it's like um, you know, you go and you get uh, what is what tortilla. Make mm -hmm. it look like the size of a tortilla, right? I'm gonna post. I'm gonna post a tutorial of it because Jerry and I we did it one year, like three years ago. So I post it every year. Yeah, and, and some <laughs> people make it taste good for the children, you know, but but you don't want it to rise. You want to do it, and you don't want it to rise. So you go ahead and, and get it done. Get it get it in that pan. And I guess some people because we was in a rush to get out of Egypt. We was in a rush to get out of there. So that's why yeah. that represents. Then you yeah. can put the holes in it too. For the uh, the yeah. stripes, the Yeshua. Yeah. I I subscribe to the um the blackjews.org, I believe it is, and so they sent yeah. me the video for for making the masa. So I'm gonna make another uh -huh. attempt this year because hers was very simple. I think I can definitely do that one. Yeah, very <laughs> very very simple. You, I mean, you, yeah, and I make enough. Actually, you better be careful. And if you make too much of it, it's gonna be bad in a day or so. Yeah, it's, and she said three days. She said that it yeah. should only last up to three days, which I saw in the scripture yeah. too. It's so. gonna be bad. So I, I'll make it every day. Mm -hmm. You know, for that seven days, I'll make it every day. Cause I tried that making a whole loaf of it for, and it didn't work because it was bad. No, I'm just. I, I, I make it on the first day. I make it on the first day, and I throw away the scraps, and then I make it on the last day. But I, yeah. I do my fasting the whole week. So everybody yeah. does it a little, little different. It's about right. celebrating. It's where your heart is. Where is your heart? Yeah. It, it's commemorating coming out of Egypt. Or for us today, it's coming out of the world system. Mm -hmm. Right? And so you have to keep that in mind. Now, another thing that we do, you have to remember, and this is important, along with your, your Seder, your, your meal on the first night, right? That first night, is you have a place set there to remind you that we're that we're expecting Elijah to come, right? And so this is another good thing for the children because at the during the seder, the child will go at a portion. They'll go to the door and look for Elijah. It's supposed to, you know you send them to see if Elijah has come. That reminds us that before Yeshua comes back, before he comes, that Elijah is supposed to be here, preparing the way for the Messiah to come. So do we set a plate for him, uh, Rabbi? Because I haven't yes. done that. Okay, so I'm still learning. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, you put a cup out, a wine out for him, right? Oh, okay. I'm going to do that this so year. Get, yeah, you get, sent the cup out for life. We did it You're the right. first year, and I don't think we did it again after that. It's just a reminder, right? Because if you talk to people about the coming of the Messiah, they never mentioned Elijah coming first. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if you if, and you and actually the Haftarah portion for this week, for this week actually, is um, Malachi chapter three, mm -hmm. starting in verse four and reads on down, and that's talking about Elijah. Mm -hmm. It actually is talking about Elijah, and and Elijah is very important for us, especially for us. Well, actually, for all of us, mm -hmm. right? Even because the Jews, like right, the Orthodox, Orthodoxy is very. Very up on this. 
Elijah. Mm -hmm. And they are the ones that are really stringent on putting out the cup for Elijah. Mm -hmm. Now in the Israelite camp, it's not such a, you know, uh, a big deal in, in most ones that I know. But but and if you go to the Orthodox, um, and I'm not talking about European or not, I'm just saying Orthodox period, because remember, the Orthodox does not talk about Europe or nothing. It's just a way of worshiping or right, and studying Torah. Elijah is very important. Okay. Mm -hmm. And it's and it's, he's supposed to be important for all of us. Because what happens when Elijah comes again, and this is the, one of the reasons why we do the Seder to remind us that we're waiting for the prophet to come to set things in order for Messiah. This, this meal that we're about to go into, this, this, you know, this Pesach meal, this harsh Pesach Sameach, this celebration that we're coming to is very important for us, especially, you know, in the house of Israel. Right. And then for that, that seven days after, which we're having unleavened bread, that whole week that we're going to eat unleavened bread, bread that hasn't risen, that we're talking about how we're going to make our own. This is important for us. Okay, uh, uh, Coach Daniels. I was just thinking about like whether we could um, incorporate, you know how there's the scripture where I think it's Shaul who says, um, who gives like the 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 same reading, the same night when, when Yeshua had... Um, was about to be crucified where he did that last Pesach, like that scripture, like incorporating that into our um, Passover Seder that we do. Um, the Messianics would do it, but the Orthodox wouldn't. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, I was thinking of doing it this year and then seeing if I could tweak some other things so it's not <laughs> as... Yeah. The, remember now, there's a lot of flexibility in it because the, the major thing that we do is what is... is the meal, right? Mm -hmm. At at you know at the uh, at that hour, the ninth hour, I guess it is, mm -hmm. uh, before sundown, right. right? We have the bitter herb, right? The bread and the meat, right? Mm -hmm. If you're gonna have meat, because again, the vegetarians or the the vegans don't have to have meat, right? But you're having the seder, you're having the, the order, and to have the wine there, right? So that's important. Now, if you want to add additional prayers, that's the one because what you're doing is is making it palatable for people that have never done it and making it enjoyable for the entire family. You want people to enjoy it. You, you want your, you invite somebody. It says, if your lamb is too small for, what it means is invite your neighbors or your friend to, and so you really want to, them to enjoy it. You want them to say, we want to do this for our house. We want to incorporate this in our way of, of, of feasting, right? Of remembrance, Yeshua, that Yeshua is coming back, you know? It's all mm -hmm. it's all of this is important, reminding us that Yeshua is coming. But before Yeshua come, Elijah must come. It's the same order that Yeshua when he was born into the earth. If you believe, if you remember, if you believe that, if you believe the story, he was mm -hmm. born before he was born. His cousin was born six months before he was. Who was his cousin? John the Baptist. Who did he represent? John the Baptist represented the coming of Elijah before the Messiah to let us know this is the order that is going to happen. A lot of people don't know that. A lot of people don't really understand the significance of John being born six months before Yeshua. That means some short time period. There's a short time period before Messiah comes that the prophet is going to come. And he's called the angel of the Most High, the angel of the covenant. He's coming to reveal to us. And, to, to and that's how he restores us. 
you see? And we see that spirit in operation right now. The spirit where we're trying to come, to, we're coming together as one people again, being reconciled. Mm -hmm. This is important. This People have to understand the, the significance of this season that we're entering into or we're already into, actually. We're already into the season. It's important for us because it could happen. Elijah could actually show up because six months from now, guess what happens? Tabernacle. And what happens in that? What time? That's when the Lord comes in and tabernacle. That's when he comes. He could come. He could actually come. So at this, every year at this time, expectations should be very high. When we're having this Seder, when we're having this Passover meal, expectations should be very high that Elijah's going to show up because we know when Elijah shows up, tabernacle is coming. So this is something that is we take, you know, we don't take lightly. It's a reminder. And, and remember, we're still in Egypt. See, Moses came with Aaron. He was talking to them, right? Aaron was there and Moses there. And then they, they let us out. This is going to happen. And we're praying that it happens this year. We're praying that it happens this year. Every year we pray for it to happen because we have an expectation of being delivered out of this world system into our own land. And we expected that we expected Elijah to come and set things in order. So this order, again, make it fun. Build the expectation. Let the children be, get excited about it. You know, the young people and the people in the neighbor, if you invite neighbors and they come and, and, and uh, build an expectation. Now, if you're following the Seder proper, you know, involve as many people as you possibly can. It's because in the Seder, it's got it in English and it has it in Hebrew. If you have someone that can read the Hebrew, the practice, the, the reading the Hebrew, and somebody to say it in English, it's it's a beautiful. It, it's, it's a long again. It could be lit. It could be. It's gonna be a couple of hours, but in that couple of hours, build the expectancy and 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 you know if you're gonna follow the 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 seder proper right as it really. But you again, adopt you follow, you follow, it to have about four, you. four cups of wine. Yeah. That's why I said tweak it. And then mommy, remember, my parents could not hang. Oh no. <laughs> what? Your legs started started having to adjust and everything. It was long and I realized it looking through other people's eyes. Oh yeah. So you have to adjust. Yeah. You adjust it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. I don't do the long version either. Yeah, yeah. And and that's important to know. You can you you have to adjust it. To fit now in our household, right? We sit on the floor. We tried we that last. Year. I think that was part of why they couldn't. <laughs> but now, remember now, the sitting is actually reclining with pillows. You got to make sure everybody's got pillows. You tell them, them pillows. Tell them bring your pillows with you. Bring a couple of pillows with you. You know, neighbor, come bring a couple of pillows with you. They're gonna say, "What am I bringing pillows for?" You'll see. You just bring the pillows. <laughs> And then show them to lean to lay back, right? And they'll lean to their left side. You know what? I'm gonna tell you this. This is the custom. <laughs> lean on your left side, right? They tell you all this stuff about lean on the left side about uh, you know royalty and all that stuff. That's not why they do it on the left side. 
Do it on the left side because you eat with your right hand. You know why you eat? You, you know you use your right hand for shaking hands, greeting. You do it with your right hand. You're eating with your right hand. You don't use your left hand. I do. Left I'm, hand. I'm left handed, so I'm not included. That's not my husband. You have to use your right hand. I'm left handed. <laughs> well, I, I can use the both. left hand in yeah. this, in our custom, the left hand is for cleaning when you go to the restroom. Oh. Okay. So when you're in Africa, when you're greeting people, you don't do it with your left hand, you do it with your right hand. I actually don't do shake with my right hand. I'm just eat right with hand. my left hand. Right. So I do everything else with my right hand, come to think about it. I just but that's just to let you know a little bit of our custom. So recline, okay, I know right? We, I know we've had a, a long day here. We're on segment two. So uh, yeah. anybody have any questions before Rabbi does a summary? Questions? I think we're good. Okay, good. Okay, Rabbi, you can do a summary. And then okay. people, you can you can look this up on YouTube. There's a lot of examples. I'm going to... Yeah. Um, do my set my YouTube that I've done of making the unleavened bread. So, uh, Rabbi, if you can sum it up, and then, um, Rabbi, if you can do our closing prayer today too, please. Okay. So, what you want to remember is this week, next week coming up on Wednesday evening, it starts the Passover, right? The Passover. Yeshua is on the cross. That's when we have the meal starts at Passover because at that time. Yeshua is going to be on the cross, right? So that's when we have the meal. All the except at, at meal on the tree. All the I got a correction on the tree. <laughs> on the tree is on the tree. You can say. And so we'll have our Passover meal, the very simplistic meal. If you have meat, you have your your unliving bread and your bitter herbs, and you have your wine. Set your plate for Elijah, the prophet. Because he guides the way for Yeshua to follow shortly after. Make it fun and, and incorporate the children. Have your staff and your sandals. Recline. In other words, relax, right? Recline to the left. Drink your four cups of wine, right? Put a little water in it. Put a little water in it. For you all that are not heavyweight, put a little water in it. For you all that don't want to just get you some, some kosher wine or some good wine, right? Kosher wine. Kosher wine. You don't want to get the other because the other wine may not have seeds in it. And, you know, GMO and all that stuff. So get kosher wine because, again, it meets the the the, the law, the kashrut law that we are to eat by or to follow. So, And, and that's our Passover meal. We do that, the unleavened bread. For the for the until the twenty first, right? We take it up to the twenty first of of Nissan. So you need to get a Hebrew calendar to show the twenty first, right? So that whole week you're taking a break from eating bread with yeast in it. That whole week, we do right? it up to the thirteenth, Rabbi. We don't want to be confusing. Okay. So April the fifth. Okay, so 13th, go up to the thirteenth. <laughs> April the fifth, so thirteenth. Okay. The eight so days. We're gonna do it for the yeah. eight days. We we are beginners. Oh. Yeah, you do it on the English on your uh yeah Julian calendar. You're following now, the Julian calendar. If you want to calendar. go uh, longer, you can, and um you can yeah. pull up the Hebrew Israelite calendar. But uh, we're gonna do it April the fifth through the thirteenth because I know a lot of people mm -hmm. are beginners and you have to start somewhere. And I'm a beginner, 
So I'm still, I'm just learning to put Elijah plate out. So I'm going to have to do that this year. So mm. if, if you know better, you'll do better. And that's what it's all about learning. I'm a hostess for the most. I don't, I don't know everything, but I'm trying. If you try God, he's going to, he's going to meet you where you are. He's going to speak to your spirit. Right. Yeah. And every community they're they're celebrated a little bit different as far as the, how, how they follow their Haggadah. So there's flexibility. The main thing again is to have fun, right? Enjoy it and remember it is our covenant after all. Okay. Okay. Any other questions? Our, you can do our closing prayer for us, please. All right. Father, we just thank you right now and we praise you, Bashem Yeshua, for another opportunity to come together to study your word, to praise and worship your Father amongst the angels of the presence and the angels of the sanctification father we thank you that you have opened up the windows of heaven oh father that you you're pouring out upon us your the blessings that we are not able to receive we thank you father that you are increasing our understanding of your of the contract agreement that you've established with us and through us we thank you father that you are restoring our judges and our instructors as before we thank you that you're opening up our eyes in our ears, and you've granted us a heart of understanding. We thank you, Father, for filling us with your Ruach Hodesh. We thank you, Father, for all that our eyes have seen, our ears have heard, and our hearts have felt, and we will continue to give you the glory, the praise, and the honor. Hashem Yeshua. Amen. Amen. We thank you, Rabbi Avshalom Ben Yaakov, for the word. We thank everybody's here. We thank you, Mama, for joining us. We thank you to Daniel's family for your beautiful praise and worship. We thank everybody that poured out. We poured out three hours straight for you today because to much is given, much is required. God has blessed us. He's given us much and he requires us to do much. And this is our service to you. And so we love you. This is a holy week. We ask that you uh, go ahead and do Passover. You've tried everything else. Try this. Try try to bond your marriage or your relationship with celebrating Passover. God will bless mm -hmm. it. We promise you that. And so we love you and we will see you next Saturday. Shalom. 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 Shalom.